today I will be talking about one of the bravest and greatest women in the history of America and we will be discussing how her character contributed to the Underground Railroad and the Civil War. Harry Truman was born in 1820 in Maryland to slave African parents who lived on the plantation of Edward Brothers. Though many of her siblings were sold to different plantations, Truman had a home base with her parents. She also suffered from the slavery system at a young age, but Truman showed her bravery and her despise against slavery at a young age. Imagine being at the age of 15 and standing up against her master. She once recognized a white man going to toss an overwhelming load at his leg when she ventured between the slave and the weight which struck her head. Due to this event, she later suffered from narcolepsy and hallucinations. In 1835, her owner died and passed down the to his son, whom two men confessed to let her find a job outside of the plantation and promised that she would pay him. This opportunity allowed her to earn some money and keep some for herself. A few years later, in 1844, she married a free black man, but it did not last due to their different priorities. She wanted to escape to the north, however, her husband did not want to jeopardize his freedom and he even threatened that he would report her to her master. But Tumen was determined, so she did not listen. Before she had acted on her plan, her master died in 1849, and Tumen realized that she would be sold to the south to be cut and from there she decided to escape. As she mentioned in her book, I had reasoned this out in my mind. There was one of two things I had a right to, liberty or death. If I could not have one, I would have the other, for no man should take me alive. This was a woman who was ready to face death for freedom. Later that night, she went to a house which was said was a part of the Underground Railroad, where she was giving instructions for her plan. As she was traveling, she paid close attention to the route to later retire and rescue her family. As a woman who couldn't write or read, she was still willing to remember the route to later return and save her family. She described her journey in her poem, North Star, saying, I was Harry Tumman who would not stay in bondage. I followed the diffuse, uncharted trees to the north. I followed the light of the North Star. I ran away to freedom. I was Harry Tumman who could not stay in freedom while her brothers were enslaved. When Harry Tumman reached the north, she settled. She settled in Philadelphia and found a dishwashing tub at the hotel. She saved all of her money in the hope of coming back and rescuing her family. Even though she finally gained her freedom, she could not enjoy her life without her family and friends, as she told Bradford Sarah, who later wrote a book about Tumas' life after the war ended. She said, I had crossed the line. I was free. But there was no one to welcome me to the land of freedom. I was a strange in a strange land, and my home after all was down in Maryland, but I was free and they should be free. She escaped from slavery, and despite that she had freedom, she chose to rescue her family and her friends. Do you think you would have done the same considering all the dangers? Had it to my role as the conductor of the underground railroad officially started after she went back to her family and rescued her parents. The next 10 years, she made 19 trips to different states and rescued more than 300 slaves. It's crucial to highlight the trouble she faced in that every time she came to the South, she was in danger of getting killed, especially after the slave owners offered a large reward by a capture. However, due to her skills, she never ran into danger, as she stated. 
I never ran my train off the track and I never lost a passenger. Things got very complicated for two men in 1850 after the government passed down the passage of the Fugitive Slave Law, which stated that slaves could be captured in the North and returned to their owners. Nevertheless, instead of giving up, two men rerouted the Underground Railroad to Canada. You might wonder how a fugitive and slave woman in the war was working against managed to carry out such a dangerous role. One of the things that allowed her to stay away from getting caught was that she was very strict about her rules. If anyone ever wanted to change their mind during the journey, she would put out the gun that I had and demand, you will be free or die a slave. She knew that if anyone turned back, it would put them in danger and that they might refill her cigarette routes. One of her other skills was secretly communicating with the slaves through singing. She would sing when she wants, tell them that the route is safe or that they are maybe in danger. She would sing Moses go down Egypt. Because of these skills and other reasons, Truman became known as the Moses of her people. In Philadelphia, she came in contact with the anti-slavery movement through William Stiller, an African-American activist, and she received money and shelter from these networks for the Underground Railroad. She even came in contact with Frederick Douglass, who was well known for his activism against slavery. He later wrote to her, The midnight sky and the silent stars have been the witness of your devotion to freedom and of your heroism. Much that you have done would seem improbable to those who do not know you as I know you. In 1907, the New York Herald newspaper described a typical escape led by two men. At midnight, she would stand waiting in depths of woodland. She entrusted her plans to few of the party. She knew her path well by this time, and they followed her, guidance without questioning. She assumed authority and enforced the discipline of her military as well. Many abolitionists praised her military skills, such as John Brown, who was greatly impressed with her skills, that he dubbed her a general. Tubman worked for the Union Army as a nurse, cook and spy. Tubman's great character and bravery also contributed to the American Civil War. She worked for the Union Army, which was the army that fought for the North during the American Civil War. She worked as a nurse, cook and a spy. Her experience leading slaves along the Underground Railroad gave her the skill of knowing the land well. Her most important service to the Union Army was her leadership of the Combat Relief Expedition in South Carolina, which she formulated the strategy of the war for the Army by recruiting a group of former slaves to hunt for terrible crimes, spy and report on the movement of the Southern troops. This allowed the Union Army to defeat the Southern Army as described in the front page of the Commonwealth, a Boston newspaper at the time. 300 black soldiers, under the guidance of a black woman, dashed into the enemy's country without losing a man or receiving a scratch. Historian Leon Bennett later described her as the first and possibly the last woman to lead U.S. Army troops in battle. Tuman was not only praised for her military skills, but also for her nurses, even though she never went to school. During the war, many soldiers died from dysentery, and Tuman was determined she could help by using the remedies she learned. One night, she sat until she found water lilies 
and then pulled the roots and gave it to a man who was dying and walked. Using her herbs, she saved many people. Unfortunately, despite her role in the Union Army, after the war finished, she was denied from getting paid and was never acknowledged by that war with a veteran's pension. However, Harriet is now praised and celebrated for her bravery and great contribution to the Underground Railroad and the Civil War. Now that we have discussed Harriet Tubman's life and how her character contributed to the Underground Railroad and the Civil War, do you think Harriet Tubman could be considered the greatest and bravest woman in the history of America?